0: って<音楽><音楽> On this beautiful yet polluted Wednesday morning because here I am and it's 10.30 a.m. but the sun is not yet out and this is episode number 438 as we head towards the end of 2021 with less than 9 weeks remaining let's look at now the state of the world 20 over championship how this particular tournament has fared well two teams in pakistan and england have qualified for the semi-finals and their entire four matches all the four matches they have played so far it's been almost a mirror image kind of a tournament first three matches bold first get the team out for low scores chase in 12 13 overs and get your net one rate in a dominant position the fourth match bad first get to 160 170 defend that score get the due charade away from the discussion and there you are and this is how the points table stands four wins each to both the teams qualifying for the semi-final let's look at group one for now now there is a shootout now south africa with six points because they beat bangladesh yesterday which means that sri lanka west indies and bangladesh have been eliminated from the tournament and that's all that is goodbye to sri lanka west indies and bangladesh no way are they qualifying now it's a straight shootout between south africa and australia for the second position which means england will most likely face afghanistan new zealand or india as it will be Topper from here and second from here and Pakistan will most likely face South Africa or Australia in the semi-finals. Interesting and delectable situation. Now, it's a straight shootout here between Afghanistan, New Zealand and India with Namibia and Scotland also being disqualified or eliminated from the tournament though the Indian story is so different suddenly you lose two matches and things come on in the open when you do a spot analysis it's strengths weaknesses opportunities and threat here it's only a WT analysis weaknesses and threats weakness is the opening combination hasn't fired the weakness is the middle order hasn't exploded weakness is The bowling hasn't been up to the mark, losing by 10 wickets and 9 wickets and why is this person not selected, why is this person selected, why is this all-rounder in the team, he is not bowling, he is not lived up to his reputation and expectation and all the hyperbole we put on this person and there you go, no strengths, no opportunities, you may as well say that even if India win today, which foremost whether they are fanatics or followers or pseudo experts or whatever group has been formed for them it's a 30 70 situation 30 here and 70 here you can take a guess well i don't want to say 30 70 in favor of the opposition team but for now let's go with how a majority of the population and the majority of the pseudo experts and the lucky ones won so two teams qualified they had even qualified even before the tournament started because that's how the hyperbole was and when you win two out of two beating two decent teams that's how you do it so four out of four both the teams qualifying in the semi-finals england will most likely meet one between Afghanistan, New Zealand and India. I'm still putting India in that category and Pakistan will meet either South Africa or Australia. So while this group is still not decided who will be number two here, South Africa have four points, eight points. Uh, six points, for the Four win, four matches, three wins and one loss. This was not updated. This is updated after South Africa-Bangladesh match and Pakistan-Namibia match. So presume four on four, eight points. Here, four on four, eight points. Four on four, eight points. Qualified shootout in South Africa and Australia. South Africa with 4 matches, 3 wins, 1 loss to Australia. Interestingly, there's still the South Africa England match and the South Africa Sri Lanka match. But Sri Lanka, West Indies, and Bangladesh most likely have been eliminated. Here it's not straightforward. Yes, New Zealand has a win, but they are 1 from 1. Here it's 0 from 2. And that's the thing, for me, it's still a shootout between these three teams, Afghanistan, Zealand, and India, who will most likely reach the semi-final. This was even before the tournament had started and there is no surprise that despite the fact that Sri Lanka West Indies are strong teams, they were never going to qualify. West Indies were nothing but hype and they have not lived up to the hype and that's how the thing is here no surprise net run rate of South Africa is slightly better so even if both teams win their last two matches that is more teams end up with four wins and one loss four wins and one loss no way unless Australia beats West Indies and Bangladesh with a big margin and South Africa has Sri Lanka and and Possibly West Indies To take on Australia takes on Bangladesh. So let's see what happens So it's a straight shootout between South Africa and Australia and here Still a shootout between these three teams but if the 30 70 combo is to go by and they lose, they're out, and then it's a shootout between these two teams. These two teams are yet to face each other. So it's going to be a very interesting situation, but I'm still putting this team. And of course, we talk about weaknesses. What are the threats? Afghanistan with world-class spinners and whatnot. World-class spin. I'll get to that shortly. But just a thing. Threat, spinners, fast bowlers. Explosive openers. I will go into detail about that one shortly as always. But still let's take a short break. for most pseudo experts the tournament is over even before we can think of anything positive the question asked is what positive is there if you ask me I don't know even if there is I am not going to debate on what positive remains here or what other negative situations you can think of anything negative as I said it's WTS and o are done if you actually understand what analysis no strengths no opportunities at this time only weaknesses and threats and the most interesting thing is which has which the propaganda being proposed is that there should be an investigation launched into why the team lost you lost two matches it's not the end of the world Teams have lost in worse manners than this. If you have read my article, which you will see that 7 a.m. in the morning, go through that. You will understand what exactly I am trying to say. Not the end of the world. Yes, move on. Yes, a few careers will be done. A few players won't be seen again in a certain format or captaining a certain format. Or if there is an ego clash. A case of too many talking heads. I think this is nothing new. Yes, if teams win, everything is fine. Teams are united. The captain is happy. The coach is happy. The chairperson of selectors is happy. The cricket board overall is happy. If a team loses, it's all the other way. The captain is not happy with the team. The 15, 20 players selected. A few players missed out. Why did he miss out? Why was he picked over him? There's a clash between the captain and the senior player and the team management and the chairperson of the board and the chairperson of selectors. How many times have we seen this? You lose and everything is wrong. You win, everything is perfect. No chinks in the armor. No ego issues between players. Well, that's how sport is. You have seen in the olympics, a certain table tennis player wanted a personal coach over the national coach and it became such a huge issue. When the hockey team lost to Australia 7-2, everything was wrong. Suddenly, they went on to win the next three matches, went to the semi-finals, did not Did not reach the finals, went for a bronze medal, and everything is hunky-dory. Wow, 41 years, this, that, everything is happy, no clashes between the players, but what happens? A month later, two very good players retire, even though they are 30. Why? Because they they may have not performed individually which I disagree with at every point in time. So you might see retirements, resignations and if a team loses, the off quoted term is infighting among players. When have you not seen this? And anyways, if you are a fanatic from India, you have never wanted a team to win. Whenever they have won, we have seen it as a fluke. So yes, in that case, I see the wins, four wins by England and the other team who who has qualified as fluke and luck. You don't need skills. If you hit the ball, it goes for a six. Wow, if you hit the ball, it goes to the fielder. Sad. And that's how it is. And that's how a particular sport is played. But while everyone deconstructs their playing 11 let me show you what my 11 players should be it may not be the case here but yes and there are no doubts and debates i don't want anyone to be out but i do want 11 good people there so this is my team yes there was of course a discussion why was a certain player opening and why did someone drop down to number three i've already talked about it this is not the first time this has happened, so there's no point discussing this absolute nonsense. So, Rohit Rahul, if Sude Kumar comes back, Goat, Ishan Kishan stays, then you can switch between Kohli and Ishan Kishan. I don't think it makes a difference if Kohli comes at number four or number three. It doesn't make a difference. Pan stays, Pandya stays despite all the negative camping and around him. This guy stays. Can he bowl? Yes. Is he the top all rounder now? Yes. Then, you may as well include a certain ayer in the team, whichever ayer you want, yes or Venkatesh between Jadeja and one. I'll go for this. I'll go for Ashwin Thakur and a choice between Shami and Rahul Chahar or Thakur and Rahul Chahar and then Bumra. So yeah, I would go with two spinners and Pandya ayer. I would go with between. Jadeja and this guy I would go with Pandya, Jadeja, Ashwin, Thakur or Shami, Cheher, and Bumrah and this is my team and I'm not going to justify why. So whatever team is selected today whether they and then one more thing if too many changes are made that's a problem if a team goes with the same 11 that's like unity there is no unity. There is never ever any unity in these situations and let's not get into that hypotheticals that there is unity if a team is winning, there are no chins, there are no ego clashes. You don't know if there are ego clashes because if you go with the same team then those who miss out will obviously be chagrined and if you make too many changes then there is no consistency well then why don't we have a rule like hockey where we can bring in substitute anytime at any point which means if india has to defend 160 they can ask they can get rahul chahar as a replace rahul chahar with one of the players here and get him as a spinner like it happened in warm up matches why do we have warm up matches where all the 15 players can play almost a hockey and a football right rule where you have rolling substitutes and in a proper international match you cannot do that that's hypocrisy and double standards and therefore i don't see the efficacy of a bomb up match it's a waste of time that's how i see it But then we'll talk more on that, of course, on Friday as to whatever the result is good, bad, ugly, either way. But let's get to something even more interesting. An article I have read in a on a website and I was talking about the philosophy. Go through this article and tell me the negative campaigning is continued or not. Will tomorrow be that day? Tomorrow means today. Will today be that day? India are not to put not to put too fine a point on it a team that is rife for the picking yes you lose two matches everything is wrong end of the world they appear jaded after a taxing year that has toads of australia and england and then of course the whole format all format players all those nonsensical discussions crop up that said their t20 philosophy has remained the same okay let's see what it is cautious risk averse and conservative and that's been criticized it's an issue that has predated this campaign unlike the next opponents india play t20 cricket with a sense of reputation a sense of protecting something that must not be lost well we can debate over this but cautious risk averse and conservative i'll go with that if you are 60 65 after 10 overs I don't see what's wrong with it that's what our neighboring country did yesterday they got to 60 and 10 overs and they went at 12 runs per over in the next 10 well it's Namibia so you can question the logic that doesn't even count because Namibia said there's a long way to go and they will get there I don't see anything in being cautious in the match against Zealand, if they hadn't lost wickets, we would have got to 150. So no, we can look at hindsight, but I don't see anything wrong in that. Yes, you come and you hit 40 in two overs, great, but that's also risky. And I don't mind a risk-averse approach. Doesn't mean that you don't do other things. I, and everybody thinks that T20 is different from 50 overs. No, T20 is one fourth of 50 overs. 40%. So I think T20 is a shorter format of 50 overs. There is no line over there. How do you play 20 overs? You play the same way. You play 50 overs. You get to 60, 70 in 10 overs and then blast you away to the last 10. In 50 overs, you slow down more. It's all in the mind. And 6 and 4 will come. You hit a 6. It goes to the fielder. Bad luck. If it's at the edge of the boundary, that's how it is, and then that's how this article further makes it that they are well, that's how the philosophy is. Two belligerent openers, enterprise through the lineup down to number nine, canny all rounders, world class winners, defined role, and the highest T20 win percentage among full members since the last 20 World Cup in 2016. All of these. Roughly described one by two teams in action Abu Dhabi today and that team is not India. I disagree. To Belgian openers, yes. Enterprise to the lineup, round number nine, yes, all nine can bat. Canny all-rounders, Thakur, Jadeja, Ashwin, Pandya, World-class spinners, Cheher, Chakrabarti, Jadeja, Ashwin, Defined Roles. Yes, there was a slight up and down in the last match. I don't think that made a difference, and this doesn't make a difference. Yes, everyone is afraid of the team tonight because they have a sense of world-class spinners. I think it doesn't really qualify in this in, in this particular situation. It doesn't qualify at all. So let's not get too carried away. of course you lose two matches, you don't take pickets, you don't have a partnership, your numbers 5, 6, 7, 8, don't blast off, don't score 20 or 5 balls and it's four sixes with absolute luck. I don't know how to look at this. Am I still going 30-70? I'm only going 30-70 so that it can placate and put a tape on a few individuals apart from that it doesn't bother me at all how do i look at this match you win good you lose heads will be rolled new staff coming in already a few players may never play again that's how these tournaments are goodbye to a few players blah 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 and that's how such tournaments are played there's nothing you can do about it and there's nothing one should do about it Nothing can be done in this situation and nothing ever done in this situation. And that's all for now. Who wins? No idea. Is this philosophy to be criticized? No. Can this be describing both the teams? Yes. Of course. Afghanistan has beaten Namibia and Scotland so we are excited. They haven't and they lost to a full member team and they haven't played New England and India and then the group is such that you can debate over the inclusion of a few teams and the way this tournament was played and round robin versus group format keep debating over it and that's not how I want it to go but we'll see what happens we'll have a good discussion on Wednesday in this again and also look at other tournaments of other sports which are coming up very soon let's take a short break episode number 438 on the 5th of November 2021. I will be back. Stay tuned for the next episode. So I will be back on the 5th of November 2021 with episode number 439 so stay tuned and what should you do while waiting for the next episode add these three books in your must read column if you haven't read these books you are missing on a lot of knowledge so Get up and buy these three books. The Complete collected Short Stories for those who love a good story. The Fifth Empire for those who are sports fanatics. And Beyond the TV, 33 cinematic productions that transform the silver screen for those who love analyzing a good movie or a TV show or a cinematic production. So, do buy these books and put it in your must read books section. And while you are purchasing these books, also like and subscribe to this channel right now.